it's sometimes hard to believe it's 2016. And not just the rhetoric that comes out of the mouth of one of the presidential uh, candidates, uh, which you know certainly would be Republican nominee Donald Trump, but things that have, have just happened. And let me share. In Greenville, Mississippi, a predominantly African-American church was badly burned the night before last. On the side of the church were the words, Vote Trump, spray-painted on that building. This episode comes amid rising concerns over possible violence in our final days of an extremely polarized time, a divisive time in our nation, and a very racially charged presidential race. The mayor of Greenville, Mississippi, Mayor Eric D. Simmons, said that firefighters responded to a call around 9.15 in the evening on Tuesday, and they discovered the Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church engulfed in flames. Not pre-civil rights. Not when Martin Luther King was speaking about having a dream and trying to change the way people sat at lunch counters, lived in buildings, worked alongside of each other, drank from water drinking fountains, bubblers as we called them in Massachusetts, where I'm from originally. No. But in 2016... The call at 9.15 at the Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church where it was engulfed in flames, according to Fire Chief Reuben Brown, he said the blaze took about an hour to fully extinguish. The church sanctuary was heavily damaged from heat, fire, and smoke. And by last night, investigators concluded the fire was definitely arson. They discovered some type of solvent or a flammable substance inside the church. Police Chief Delando Wilson said a person of interest was being interviewed by authorities to see if this person was an active participant in this crime or to rule them out from being a participant. The church has about 200 members. It's been a fixture in that community in Greenville for about 110 years. Greenville's in the Mississippi Delta. 32,000 people live in that community. And Carolyn Hudson, the church pastor, said at a news conference yesterday, quote, Our hearts are broken, but are not angry. But hearts are broken, and we are saddened by what has happened. Fortunately, no one was injured in this heinous attack. And at a news conference, the fire chief Wilson said the episode was being investigated not just as arson, but as a hate crime. He said, quote, we feel that the the quote was placed on the church was basically in an intimidation of someone's right to vote whatever way they choose to vote so that would be definitely considered a hate crime he said as far as it being a racial issue he said he can't say that come on it's a a church that black people attend hello with vote trump scrolled on the side Now, in Jackson, Mississippi, the FBI office there, that's the state capitol, they released a brief statement saying that it was working with their local state and federal law enforcement partners to determine if any civil rights crimes were uh, committed. Uh, The state fire marshal and the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosive also are assisting in that investigation. Now, that attack occurred a little more than two weeks after local Republican headquarters in Hillsborough, North Carolina, was firebombed and graffitied. And they discovered a swastika and the message, Nazi Republicans leave town or else. No one's been arrested in that attack. Uh, 
It also follows months of racially charged campaign speech from Donald J. Trump, the presidential uh, Republican nominee. Mr. Trump has portrayed himself as a friend of African Americans. He's vowed to make their lives better. He's garnered the support of many white supremacists, though. He was endorsed by a KKK newspaper this week. He's also had the support of white nationalists, including David Duke, who is now running for office again. Some of his supporters have darkly predicted riots, even revolution, if he loses to his Democratic rival Hillary Clinton next Tuesday on Election Day. His campaign all this week has disavowed support from the Crusader, that KKK newspaper that endorsed him, and he's heavily favored to win in the very red state of Mississippi. About 60% of that population is white mostly uneducated whites. And I say that because that's the segment of the white population where he does better. And that, that's, that's not a judgment, that's a fact numerically. At a news conference, the mayor, Mayor Simmons, who is an African-American, called the racial climate in Greenville fairly good. He noted a racial slur had been found painted on a boat ramp on September 11th. The mayor said he visited church members yesterday. He said, quote, I talked to folks who were fearful. I talked to people who were intimidated. I talked to people who, quite frankly, were sat in and crying last night. This should not happen in 2016. It happened in the 50s. It happened in the 60s. But where in 2016? But maybe Mississippi isn't. Maybe America isn't. Maybe the United States is not in 2016, and maybe far too many people who say make America great again want the 50s and the 60s and are maybe saying in code, make America white again. David Duke today, when he spoke, he said, they're outnumbering us. And he was referring to African Americans, and he was specifically trying to blame Black Lives Matter. They're outnumbering us. That's a hint at a foreshadowing of things to come. 2054, whites will not be the majority, if not sooner. Latinos populate at a faster rate. African Americans do as well. And that scares the living bejesus out of a lot of white folks, especially non-educated white folks. And that is Donald J. Trump's base. Period. In a separate phone interview yesterday, the mayor said race relations in the city really had not changed with the rise of Mr. Trump. Of course not. I don't mean to be rude, but in in Mississippi, among uneducated whites who were scared of the Muslims and the Hispanics and the blacks and of whites not having the power and the supremacy, with the rise of more numbers in the KKK and KKK and groups like that supporting Donald Trump, what the heck would you expect? uh, He blamed the Republican candidate, by the way, for coarsening the national mood. And I agree with him. I know there are people out there that say, well, you can't blame Donald Trump for this. Really, amazingly. Isn't isn't Hillary Clinton and every damn Democrat to blame when anything negative happens toward a Republican headquarters or toward a Trump supporter on the street at any kind of a rally? Oh, but even when Donald Trump says that he will pay for the legal fees of a man who allegedly, not allegedly, you can see it, by the way, who a man who physically physically attacked a black woman at a Trump rally. But that, you know, that's okay. That's okay by Trump supporters, right? Uh, He said extremists were using his remarks as an excuse to show their true colors. And I would agree. President Obama said that Hillary Clinton will experience sexism even if she becomes president into the four or eight years she is president. And when a black man ran for president, they questioned his religion and even whether or not he was American. Racism is clearly alive and well in the United States 
And has Donald Trump fanned those flames? Or has Donald Trump made it okay to come out, for the racist to come out, because being racist was not PC and they were hiding in the corners and the closets in this nation? Yesterday, about three dozen people gathered in a park along the Greenville, Mississippi waterfront to pray and to speak about healing and the, prim- uh, the, uh, the, the primacy of faith over politics. I mean, joining a Methodist preacher, an Episcopal priest, a synagogue president, uh, Alice Washington, a member of Hopewell, said we had good church on Sunday. She said that it had been some, some time since she had such a good service. She's quote, we've been trying to figure out who would do something like this to our church, whoever done it. May God bless them. Bless her. I'm not that forgiving. I'm not that kind. I'm not nice. that nice. That's Christianity, by the way. That's what a true Christian should be doing. Now, the KKK, as I mentioned, a new KKK newspaper uh, endorsed Donald Trump. The campaign calls the outlet repulsive. It took them a while to respond, but they finally did. Newspaper endorsements have been few and far between for Trump this year. Several traditionally conservative papers, the Dallas Morning News, Cincinnati Inquirer, actually endorsed Hillary Clinton or libertarian Gary Johnson. Others declined to endorse a candidate at all. And Trump's latest newspaper endorsement is something his campaign does make very clear. It does not want the Crusader, a newspaper affiliated with the KKK, and that brands itself as, quote, the premier voice of the white resistance. While Trump wants to make America great again, we have to ask ourselves what made America great in the first place, the endorsement reads. According to the Washington Post, quote, the short answer to that is simple. America is great not because of what our forefathers did, but because of who our forefathers were. America was founded as a white Christian republic, and as a white Christian republic, it became great. By the way, there were people who were referred to as red called Native Americans here first. Let us, us not forget. Trump's campaign issued a statement to news outlets reading, Mr. Trump at the campaign denounces hate in any form, really. As he listened to his own words, they send us, they don't send us their best, referring to Mexicans, not illegals, rapists and murderers. Ban all Muslims, ID programs, special kinds of police rounding people up who are Muslims in their neighborhoods. And, of course, obviously, things that have been said about women and also things he said about African-Americans, about Jews. I mean, is there a group that has not been, that's been an exception to the hatred and the rhetoric of Donald Trump? But the support of the racist and white nationalists has been a campaign-long problem for Donald Trump. Former KKK leader David Duke repeatedly, enthusiastically, has backed the Republican nominee, even launched a, a long-shot bid for a U.S. Senate seat in Louisiana. As a United States senator, nobody will be more supportive of his legislative agenda, his Supreme Court agenda, than I will. That's what Duke told NPR earlier this year. Even uh, the host, uh, Steve Inskeep, asked Duke whether he thought Trump voters are your voters. He said, well, of course they are because I represent the ideas of preserving this country and the heritage of this country. You know, I think they forget the heritage of this country is not white. It's not. And by the way, when whites came, the Native Americans not only embraced them, but taught them. And without teaching them, the pilgrims never would have made it. They would have died in Plymouth, which I grew up 20 minutes from. Let me ask you a few questions here. One, a black church was burned in Mississippi. Vote Trump spray-painted on the side of the building. Are you concerned... We'd see more of this in Trump's 
America. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Has Donald Trump brought out more racism in America? Or was racism already here and now those individuals just have a means of expressing themselves in the public domain? In other words, has Trump brought out the racist or were the racist hiding and Trump has legitimized them and their hate? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Are the majority of Trump supporters racist in your opinion? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Does it come from a lack of education? 888-6-LESLIE. You might support Trump. Don't consider yourself a racist. What about those racists who do support him? How does that make you feel about your party and your candidate? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, with a growing amount of diversity in our nation, will racism decrease or increase in the coming decades. What's your prediction? 8886-LESLIE. And does it depend on who we elect into office? Not just in November, but the elections coming going forward. 888-653-7543. A younger generation is going to turn the page on racism in America and become more accepting? Or are the Trumps of the world always going to exist and always going to play a role in our nation and our politics? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Does Trump's supporters' racism stem from financial and economic distress in their lives? 8886 Leslie. Do they blame their own problems on minorities, such as immigrants, Latinos, Muslims, African Americans? 888-653-7543. And are minorities in this nation used as scapegoats to push racist policies, such as mass deportation, stop and frisk, and that wall? 888 Six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Back to you in your calls right after this. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Let's get to those phone calls. We've got a lot of them, and if you want to be one of our callers, eight 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 six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Let's start it off on line two with Michael in the Bronx. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Oh gosh, and I know you're going to remind everybody. I remind I myself am African American, and I am. Very concerned. In fact, scared out of my wits as to what the hell is going on here. You're right to ask. Are we in 2016? Well, I want to point out. I want to point out also, Michael, because I've met you uh, in person. Yes. Thank you coming to uh, one of my uh, speaking events in New York. You're African American. You're, uh, you're African American, and I say that because obviously people can't see you. So I just want to point that out. Go ahead. Yes, and it was an absolute pleasure too. But um, in terms of Donald Trump, yes, he brought out. The racist, even though it was, you know, their fight was always there. But what we've seen in the Trump rallies with the racism is that B word, violence. The assault towards African American by one of his white supporters, and he says he's going to uh, pay for the legal bills. He's using um, racial hatred, saying that. All blacks are bad, all Muslims are bad, all Mexicans are bad. And he, he just turned around and said, beat the bleep out of them. I mean, you know, that's not presidential as anything. That's like a mob rule, and that's pretty much criminal. Now, what scares me, I don't know what scares me more, of a Trump presidency or what happens after Election Day, assuming Hillary wins. And I want to tell all my fellow progressives, get on out there and vote. I, you can guess who I'm voting for, but I will not, and I refuse to let some racist, hateful, bigoted, sexist punk named Donald Trump or any of his supporters going to stop me from exercising my constitutional right and my civic duty to vote. 
All right? Add to that. Add to that. Don't forget that I hear the music. Can you hold me over? Okay, Michael. Hang on. We'll come back to Michael. All of you holding. If you want to join us, 888-6-LESLIE. Don't go away. Back after this. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Speaking of back, let's go back quickly to Michael in the Bronx. Quickly, Michael, uh, your second and last point. Go ahead. Thank you so much. I just wanted to give everybody a reality Uh-oh. Michael, put him on hold. His phone is going out. We'll get back to him once we get a clearer line. Let's go to line three in Virginia with Ishmael. Ishmael's listening on Tune in, Tuned In, or Tune In, excuse me. Ishmael, good afternoon. Thank you so much, Leslie. So good to hear your voice back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, here's what I wanted to say. You, you, your, the answer to your question is yes. And this flame was started by the Republican eight years ago when they got together and they said they're going to block everything that Obama's going to present to them. And what Trump did, he just basically put the, the, the gasoline on this whole fume and it's exploded. Give you a perfect example. David Duke has been quiet for 30 years. Now he's running for a Senate seat in Louisiana, and last night he was in debate stage with other people, and you should see the way he talked to the moderator. So you, to, to answer your question, yes. And then it's really, really sad, and everybody needs to vote, and everybody needs to get out and, and, and send a strong message that this is now what we're about. And thank you so much for taking my call. All right, Ishmael, good uh, to talk to you. Uh, is Michael's line better, or uh, what are we doing with that? Let's go back to Michael in the Bronx. Go ahead, Michael, finish up with your second point. My apologies, Leslie. I just wanted to give everyone a reality check with two quick points. Number one, even after the elections, we still have another two months of the Obama presidency, as well as Loretta Lynch, or it's at least another two months with Loretta Lynch as our attorney general. And should there be any kind of shenanigans or violence perpetrated, I'm sure the Justice Department will roll the sleeves up and bring into those that are responsible for any violence to hold them accountable. Having said that, also, I'm sick and tired of these right-wingers want to play the race card as if all the minorities are criminals and never the victims, and they want to say, well, we're not voting for Donald Trump because um, he's not racist and all that stuff. Well, why are you voting for him? Because he'll overturn Roe v. Wade and blah, blah, blah. I just want to say, he's not going to overturn Roe v. Wade, and even if he was to do that, the thing is, is that he, with his violence, will kill more unborn, live babies, and even children, then you want to be trivializing abortions. So let's cut the crap already. All right. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate your points and your call. Let's continue with the calls. Remember, when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. So pick up the phone and join us. 8886-LESLIE. And we just finished with Michael and Ishmael, so we should have one or two lines available. 8886-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. We're talking about racism in America. We're talking about that church in Greenville, Mississippi, uh, that uh, you know was uh, burnt, uh, largely African-American church. Um, vote Trump on the side and the rhetoric from Trump. And if racism has has been uh, brought alive or reincarnated under uh, Donald Trump's uh, remarks. Um, has he fanned the flames of it, and has he made it acceptable, if you will, uh, to be racist in America once again? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to El Paso, Texas, where Susie is, and Susie's listening on Tune In on uh, Line 1. Uh, Susie, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. By the way, a little fact, El Paso, Texas, 
has a 100% increase in Latino voting in early voting. Uh, just a little fact there in uh, Texas, which is not as red lately as it's uh, been looking in the past. Susie, good afternoon. Yes, Leslie. And as of yesterday, 121,927 voters. They also have 56% of those early voters are women, and there is a large percentage of first-time voters, and um, there's a large turnout. I'm in District 16. We're split, and there's District 23. that A Republican herd um, won that seat two years ago. It's going to go to Pete Gallegos, the Democrat. The people are going to the polls and vote, voting all over the country, uh, Leslie, because people do not want to live in Trump's America. It is going back to the 1950s. It, I don't want to see signs. I just saw them in the black and white uh, films and newsreels, whites only. That's what they want to do to our polling places. They do not They want to suppress the black vote. That's why. Well, I we've saw, seen that in Ohio and North Carolina. North Carolina, people yeah. go, how come African Americans aren't coming out in the numbers? Well, one, let's be honest. I mean, Hillary Clinton's not a black chick. I mean, Af- African American candidate, uh, Barack Obama, obviously is going to, you know, bring forth perhaps more African Americans, just like a woman would. I mean, that that's a reality. But aside from that, one, uh, they 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 have had, especially in North Carolina, it's been, they, it's been more difficult. Uh, we've even, you know, seen uh, high level judges in that state you know just, uh, just fi- fi- right find that ruling uh, find that decisions and, and rule those decisions to be completely racist but I, I had heard today this is breaking and um, everybody has to verify it because I just caught it in um, you know um, I just glanced at it real quick but uh, in four I think four counties in North Carolina the Justice Department's going to be there uh, monitoring the elections. We will we and, will we will check uh, that information out. But I have heard about monitors, and I have heard about law enforcement monitoring in some areas. And Leslie, you know what's disturbing too? Um, that a black church in Mississippi that was very disturbing. Also, the um, the uh, cop killer in Iowa that killed those two innocent on duty. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to. I want to interrupt. Uh, it, yes. it, you are correct. Uh, this is being reported uh, by. Uh, WRAL television in North Carolina, this is not some conservative blog, uh, that amid heightened concerns about access to the polls, there will be federal monitors in five North Carolina counties on Election Day to observe the polls. The state elections director, Kim Strzok, notified officials in Wake County, Cumberland County, Robeson County, Mecklenburg County, and Forsyth counties uh, yesterday that federal elections observers would be at those precincts to ensure voting rights laws are followed. Uh, uh, North Carolina has had federal observers, by the way, for every presidential election in the century. Um, in uh, 2012, in Wake and uh, Al- uh, Alamance counties, the observers uh, will coincide with that lawsuit over uh, voter uh, purges. Private citizens in North Carolina are allowed to challenge other voters' registrations in their own counties. Several have used that law to challenge thousands of voters in Cumberland, Moore, and Beaufort counties, Beaufort, excuse me, counties in the past few weeks. Um, so, um, uh, the state election officials have refused to in- intervene, so that's what federal election officials are doing. Um, and, uh, by the way, uh, there were, um, Uh, reports of uh, voting problems um, across the United States, North Carolina, in four of those five counties uh, I just mentioned. Yeah, and Leslie, the the black vote, turnout vote, it's not low. They're trying to compare it to 2008 and 2012. It's just that they have one polling place to go to. And now that they're going to have to open up other 
places. Um, Not just one polling place, but less time to go to yes, that place. Yeah, exactly. and, and for and some, and think about this. There, there. You know, look, uh, North Carolina. And even Raleigh-Durham, that's not New York City. You can't just go out no. and just hail a cab. You can't just ask for, you know, Uber and it's going to be there in two minutes. Um, and, and that's a reality. And and for, for there are a lot of people out there, whether they're elderly um, or whether they don't have the money to own a vehicle, who rely on public transportation. And, you know, I was reading a story uh, last uh, election cycle about a woman that had to take like three buses and walk four miles or something just yes. to vote. That's very you difficult. I would. I hope that the black churches in Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, all of those states, and the South everywhere, they do the souls to the polls on Tuesday. Get those church buses. Um, get on Sunday when the morning when they're in church, or after church, or before church, um, because they can't talk politics in their churches. Um, but have a meeting and see who needs a ride to the polls and get those church buses going. And, and but, by the way, there are those people that on WikiLeaks and with the video thought it was horrific that Hillary Clinton, they said, would uh, provide rides to the polls. Democrats and Republicans have been providing rides, vans, buses uh, to vote for decades. That, that it's not, That's not illegal, and that is not fraud. That is providing transportation to your constituents who can't get there because of gerrymandering in districts and because of closing down areas to vote in certain states. North Carolina is an example of that. And, Leslie, I have some more good news for everybody. NBC News Marist Poll just released some new match of polls this hour. The red states are getting pink and the blue states are getting bluer. And a lot of congressional races, how the Republicans won those congressional seats, were less than 500, somewhere less than 500 votes. The Democrats go out, and they're going in high numbers, and they vote for Hillary and Kane and vote for every Democrat on that ballot. Don't do any split voting. Just vote every Democrat on the ballot. The Democrats have a good chance to win the House and win that Senate seat. I think people are afraid. And then what happened yesterday with that press conference with Lisa Bloom, um, you know about that? Uh, yes, I do. I know Lisa. Lisa is Gloria Allred's daughter, by the way. Yes, and... I read where her computer was hacked and her emails were hacked, and her client, she's going to be representing that um, that uh, young woman, that brave young woman that is suing uh, Donald Trump, the one that he raped when she was 13 years old, and she was going to have a press conference, and she's been getting death threats from the Trump trolls and Trump. All and, right. Uh, and it's, you know, it's going to, and Leslie, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was talking to a neighbor. You know what women are discussing now? Sexual assault. And all of us know, I know five friends of mine that were raped. And my niece, I have a niece the same age as I am. And she was raped when she was 13 years old and she became an alcoholic. This thing is going to resonate in this election because I, it, people are talking about it. Yep, I, I agree. we got to take a break, Susie. I love talking to you. Give me a buzz again, girlfriend. Okay. And uh, okay. we're going to take a break. Uh, if you're holding, hang on. If you want to join us, pick up the phone and join us. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, I don't know if all your cell phones went out at once. We had some people hang up who were coming up. Uh, Diana in Asheville, North Carolina, give us a buzz back. Liz in Albuquerque, Michael in Massachusetts, Jerome in Phoenix. And we'll get to your calls. And if you're hanging, we'll get to, holding, we'll get to you as well right here on your show. Pick up the phone and join us. Coming to you. I can't 
can't come to you if you hang up. And if you had cell phone problems, give us a buzz back because you were up next, uh, folks. Diana, Liz, Michael, Jerome, and others. And if you're holding, hang on, coming to you as well. But when somebody hangs up, your cue to call through, line available, or call us back if your phone dumped out. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Back in a moment. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. We're talking about racism and how prevalent it is in our nation. And was it always this prevalent? Has Donald Trump given a green light to racists to come out of the woodwork? Or, you know, did he create some of this? Has he fanned the flames of something already there? What do you think? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. I want to share with you some tweets. Uh, Deborah tweets, Leslie, I think it comes from lack of experience with people different than you. And this was in reply to a question we posted on Twitter, um, uh, as we had posed to you here on the radio show. Are the majority of Trump supporters racist in your opinion? And if so, why does it, what does it, you know, come from a lack of education? She says she thinks it's a lack of experience with people uh, different than you. Uh, Christian uh, tweets, I believe Sinclair Lewis nailed it down in 1935. Every man is a king so long as he is someone to look down on. Uh, another, uh, you know, uh, Joseph uh, tweets, it's more pronounced now, Leslie, than I have seen in the last 50 uh, years. Bryce tweets, yes, yeah, some of his followers are flat out white supremacists, willing to commit violence as he encourages them, and he does, referring to Trump. Drew tweets, Leslie, I'm sure you're well aware that the majority of our values come from our parents. Well, that's interesting. So does that mean that the parents of people that are racist or allegedly racist, you know, were racist themselves. Uh, Anthony says, I fear regardless of who is elected, our nation's citizens are so politically, ideologically polarized, we're in for a civil war. I had a college professor who told me the downfall of America, like every great empire falls, the Roman Empire, the Egyptian, the, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Russian, and obviously the Nazi, thankfully, um, but that the U.S., the U.S. empire, if you will, would uh, fall at some point. And he said it would be based on uh, race, race, that it would be there would be a big, great race war in this country. Um, and uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, let's go uh, to back to more calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. Um, let's go to Jeff in Phoenix, line two, listening on KPHX. Hey, Jeff, uh, good afternoon and welcome. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm really happy uh, for uh, Donald Trump because <laughs> what he has done is he has caused all those that were in hiding who have been discriminating since they birth, that they became adults and had control of people's lives on planet Earth. They've been secretly discriminating. I mean, to say that racism doesn't exist in this country is like to ignore the fact that shortly after Barack Obama was hired, on, I guess, a cue, a dog whistle, white people across this country started laying off black people. And then six months later, you heard them talking in the news, talking about, well, it's just surprising that crime has dropped. They thought it would force crime to go up. And then they could say that, well, see what happens when this black man came to office. I guess that means they're going to all go buck wild. So they always did the racism and these racist that are out there have exposed themselves now. And thanks to Donald Trump, I love him. All right. Thank you for the call. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the justification with that. Uh, Bobby tweets, uh, he enables this, to, speaking of Trump, this type of behavior by not denouncing these things with any level of passion. Uh, let's continue with the calls and let's go to Reggie in Georgia, line three. Speaking of latest poll, NBC Marist, are you ready for this? 
Hillary Clinton in the red state of Georgia is almost tied with Donald Trump. Less than one percentage point. African Americans are showing up in force, and that is making the difference in the state of Georgia. I'm a Democrat and pro-Hillary, so go Georgia. Reggie on line three listening on Spreaker. Our stream on Spreaker, by the way, a division of iHeartRadio. Reggie, good afternoon. How you doing, Leslie? Happy Good. Thursday to you, too, as well. Uh, have they ever caught the uh, suspect who burned down that black church and wrote vote for Trump on it? Not yet. Well, and you know that he's been bullying. Donald J. Trump himself has been bullying a reporter named Katie Turr. Yes. I mean, that could be, that's dangerous. He has a fascination with her. He mentioned her again today. What? He must be, he must be sick. I think he needs help. I think he really needs help if he's fascinated with her and, and to attack her like this, and she's been getting and receiving death threats. I said it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm afraid that something violent is going to happen, where somebody's going to get hurt or worse yet, possibly killed. You know. Well, uh, let's not talk like that. I certainly hope. Okay. That. Well, I think a lot of people felt that and feared yeah. that. I did as well for President Barack Obama. Let, yeah. let, let let's let's hope that the the violent rhetoric is nothing more than coming out of the mouth and is not followed up by violent actions. Well, I hope so, because you know how people like that get stirred up by his pure hatred for anybody and everyone who's not like him or who doesn't have his mentality. I hope somebody denounces it before it goes too far. All right. Thank you, Reggie. Appreciate the call and your comments. Uh, Let's go to David in Richmond, Virginia, listening on WPVC on line one. Hey, David, good afternoon. Hey, David. Uh, I, I just want to say something. I don't understand why everyone is on Donald Trump about something he said 10 or 15 years ago. When you have Bill Clinton, which was found guilty of multiple sexual accounts. We are a factual show. First of all, there okay, is a... Well, there, wait, 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 wait. Let me give you the facts and then you can make your comment because you're not making facts. Uh, Bill Clinton has never been charged with. Juanita Broderick, twice under oath, recanted her uh, accusation of rape. He, subur- he Subordination of perjury is something that he mm-hmm. did commit. He was impeached for, and he did reach a settlement uh, with Paula Jones. Uh, Jennifer Flowers and he had, oh, a consensual, okay. had a consensual relationship. So there's actually, no, not, not many or oh. numerous. Wait, 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 two. There are 12 women that have come forward and are considering bringing a suit uh, together against Donald Trump. And there is a rape trial of a woman now when she was 13 who alleges she was raped by Donald Trump here in Los Angeles. Her, the attorney is Lisa Bloom, and that trial is no, set I for next of, month, December. Also. Yeah. Right, so this is not uh, something that, when you say something okay. that happened years ago, uh, well, by, the me, way, by the way, uh, even though there is a statute of limitations on rape, but they're lo- which they're looking to change in yeah. California, well, there I, is I, not I, on a civil ca- uh, on a uh, civil trial. Finish my statement. So well, you, don't you can finish, but you were giving out you were giving out misinformation okay. on both well, Trump and Clinton. Correct if I'm wrong, then. But this is this this is something I can say for sure. Bill Clinton said uh, on public television that what he did was not sex, and if that's the case if you did that with his daughter when she was 15 years old you'd been put in jail well first wait wait wait, wait. So you're so all you over have the place you're all over the place first of all sex it literally a sexual intercourse the legal definition of sexual intercourse has to have penetration which there was none too monica Lewinsky was a woman and consented to the relationship if you want to call it sex or not 
uh, she was not 15 or underage. Ah, we're out of time. I'm not cutting you off. Out of time for the show today. I'm sorry. I'm Leslie Marshall. It happens. I can't control time. I'm a control freak, but that's one thing I can't control. We'll be back tomorrow on Friday. Hope you will as well. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you to Mark and Andrew, my executive and assistant producers, and all of you who listen and make this show possible, who watch me on Fox News Channel, who read my writings uh, for Huffington Post or for foxnews.com or for Glamour. Have a wonderful and safe afternoon and evening. <laughs>